Boom. I love, love, love the new entry way, man. It's really nice. It's uh, good stuff. I think we're going to pack some music on that, you know, so it comes right out of that. Boom. Into some I love it. Continue to evolve it. And then it jumps right into what? The wake up music? I don't know. Then, no. Then it comes to us and we start the show like we're doing here today. Today is such a monstrous day of content. I didn't know what to do. I had so much to talk about. We have leftover from yesterday, which yesterday was a great dialogue. Um, and I had throughout the day, people reach out to me and talk to me. And one of the coaching calls, someone said, I, I think I fired myself yesterday and rehired myself under. And I was like, brilliant. <laughs> Would you hire you? You know, that's, right. that's the other way to look at that. So uh, great stuff. But I got a lot of interesting content, some fun stuff, some takeaways. It's a uh, flashback Friday. I'm pumped about it. I can't wait. I We're going to talk about some. Yesterday was fantastic. Uh, I got to catch up with Adam Posner, which we hadn't done in a long time, and circulated some information about how we're continuing to grow GOTB, which was really cool. Um, had some good coaching calls. Um, just, you know, a, a really great day, aside from the weather, because it has not stopped raining in like 24 hours here. Uh, but other than that, it was fantastic. It rained all night. Uh, on my drive over here this morning, the side of uh, 595, where it merges with 95, those roads below there are basically mm -hmm. roads. They are. Yeah, it's unbelievable the amount of flooding. It's, <laughs> it's insanity. In, insanity. So a couple of things I want to um, I want to go over. I had a great session yesterday. We did it here. All of our virtual presentations will be done here. It was with the group at Thermo. Uh, Thermo Fisher Scientific, super cool group who really got into it, asked some great questions. Um, actually, you know, I, you know how I go off, off script and just go basically into the audience. And they were asking me personal questions all along the way. Like, you know, one of the ladies said, uh, and her name is Lisa. So if she's listening in, good morning, Lisa. You know, she said, um, hey, everybody here wants to know, like, what kind of lady hangs with a guy that wakes up at three o'clock in the morning? And you know, so <laughs> we, we, had, we had such a fun time. So shout out to them. Certainly great group, great work. I look forward to doing more with you. But one of the things that came up in that conversation was, you know, that whole conversation about in the zone. How do you get started in the morning, morning rituals? You know, what are the things you look to do in order to motivate yourself and get pumped? There was yesterday was no better way than Shay showed me the picture of pre-huddle with Jay, with Kai. Hello. <laughs> there it is. So uh, we started the day um, with uh, speaking to Kai, which I, I will tell you, lit me on fire. And I was... I was dancing on pillows the entire day. It was so much fun. He is such a cool kid. Congratulations. You did it. Thanks. Day. Yeah, that's that's our routine. You know, uh, the long distance parenting isn't always the easiest, but thank God for technology because we get to start every day that way. And I got to, you know, now I get to talk to both my boys in the morning. You know, the other one is kicking inside of Gabby's stomach. So I get to start my day with that. And then I get the phone call on the way to school from him or the FaceTime and, you know, that that good morning daddy that I get from him uh, always lights me up 
and makes yeah. me feel great. And I was privy to it. So uh, really great stuff. Lori Salarillo gets it right. The kind of lady you let sleep even though you're up. And Correct. Exactly <laughs> what I told them. I said, my lady gets up at 7.30 and do not get in her way before then. So uh, really, really good stuff. Um, so um, speaking about the presentation here yesterday, um, I've been doing some work for JA. As you know, I'm really into mentoring kids. There's another group of high school kids that is um, coming, that came up with a business, have a product, called me based on the people from Clip Notes, said, hey, would you be willing to help us? So they came to the Innovation Center yesterday. I spent about 40 minutes with them just kind of laying down the gospel. And their teacher is Sonia Houston, who you know, James Houston. You know, that's James's yep. mom solid people they will be on the show on monday presenting their product uh, we can poke holes in it ask questions i hope you guys support it like you did but they were blown away by the surroundings i introduced them to john and they're going to be doing some great stuff together so uh it's all That's about collaboration. really awesome really really i awesome. can't wait to see yeah. them on monday i can't wait to have the conversation with them and kudos to them i got connection requests immediately from them on LinkedIn. So they're already using the platform and connecting. They did a great job. I was super impressed, super impressed. And so we would be remiss if we did not talk about what's happening this weekend. We've got four games. It's down to four games. They are super games. They are playoffs. Yeah, that's right. We're talking about playoffs. playoffs. So I thought... We'd have prediction time. Let me know what the coach is thinking. Coach Noodleberg. I've got, I'll give you my quick four. I've got Tennessee, Kansas City, Green Bay, and yep, I'm saying it right now, the LA Rams over the number two ranked Bucks. Um, I, I'm excited though. Like I, my favorite game, I think, is that Rams Buccaneers matchup. I just, you know, you love to see Brady. You love, you know, he's going to have the team ready, you know, they're going to be ready to go. But the Rams are super talented and so playing I'm on, the really other well. side of you. I'm on the other side of you. I have Cincinnati and Joe Burrow taking it. I Good have luck. Buffalo beating Kansas City. I think Buffalo is one of the better teams. I do have Green Bay. Somebody yesterday asked me who I'm picking for the Super Bowl. Green Bay. I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers. And right. then the last game, I too like the Rams. So uh, I think it's going to be a really, really fun weekend. Some great stuff. So uh, Jake, Jake said, you know, Jake, Mark, we went five for six, right? Yeah, we're in, our, we're in a playoff pool where we picked every game, every round, all the way to the finish to the Super Bowl. So right now we're five for six. The Raiders were the only ones that got us. So we'll see if we can go four for four this weekend. Unbelievable. Great stuff. Great games. Let's get to some wake up music and have some fun today. Unfortunately, some sad news. We lost Meatloaf yesterday. I uh, saw. So sad. 
74 years old. God, the guy spanned some decades. Rocky Horror Picture Show, which for me, I was 17 sitting in a movie theater throwing rice and doing all kinds of crazy shit. Um, amazing. All the way up to Fight Club, where he was in Fight Club. Um, and, and he played an amazing role in that. Um, but uh, it is proof that my word continues to show up everywhere here in early January. Show me meatloaf. <laughs> uh, brings back great memories great stuff rocky horror really if if you get a chance today to turn on that music james you, you're right i mean the the music to that now at that time of my life that was so far out of what was considered tasteful yeah. you know? sure just some crazy crazy was, yeah it was revolutionary i mean the whole, and and his style of music you know that musical style where he was mixing rock and roll with theater it was super cool but he, he died at 74 would you say he died young i would say he died young as I somebody agree. that will be 62 shortly that's right <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm not uh I'm I'm sad saddened by that. Yeah, but you know, all like of we sudden, lost him too soon. All of a sudden you look at his body of music and the amount of hundreds of millions of albums that guy sold. So uh pretty um pretty sad to see him go. But on a better note, today is National Hugging Day. And so um I'll show you <laughs> that's a great picture. Did you feel me? Did you feel me? In that picture, uh, that was uh, our man David Roth when we did the photo shoot at um, City Furniture. And that was a spontaneous, you know, end of, you know, the session. And we just kind of hugged each other. But it brought up a point to me. So yesterday, while we're here, the kids come with Sonia, their teacher, and she's head of the, you know, the fellows program. So she was excited to come over as well. I introduce her to John, who's the yeah. chief admission officer here. They spent three minutes figuring out whether to bump, shake hands, hug. <laughs> <laughs> this little dance that was going on. He went to the bump. She went to the bump. He went to the hand. She flipped <laughs> the other way. It was comical. So even in the midst of this horrific, you know, pandemic, are you a hugger? Oh, yeah. Definitely a hugger, especially for somebody that I haven't seen in a minute. Like it hugs are happening. And even like, you know, like I saw AK kind of like a couple times in a row. And every time it's always like a, you know, it's not like a hug, like a deep embrace, but it's an arm around the shoulder, like, you know, we're hugging. And even Put on Monday night when I, or Tuesday or Tuesday night when I went to dinner with Andy, like it's a hug, it's an embrace when oh, we start nice. dinner. Okay. Um, put down your mug. What are you guys doing? What are, you, are you guys trying to hug each other in the office? Or I don't understand. <laughs> you know, I usually put shit up and he's like fighting me. I'm putting it up. It's going down. It's the same thing. As <laughs> things, you know? It's Friday, man. Nobody knows what the hell we're doing. So um, I will move along to uh, today is also National One Liner Day. 
Mm. So, you know, I'm a movie guy. There are some amazing, amazing one-liners that have come. I picked the top 100. I don't know if you have that in your purview. I have it, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go acapella here. I'm going to go off the top of my head acapella. and just think about the, be, nice. the best. I'm going to go with the best lines that pop into my head as we're talking okay, about so movies. So let's just go sort of in order, if you will. The number one, which was voted by AFI, the American Film Association, is frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And so he, uh, that movie's from Gone with the Wind. That's from Gone with the Wind. And I use that all the time in regular life. Yeah. sometimes I just say, I don't give a damn. I'm doing it, the, you know? The problem with that being the number one line is that in today's relevance, the majority of the people you're going to talk to don't even have no idea what that line is or what that movie is or where right. that even comes from. Yeah. You might insult some, especially with the crew you were with yesterday. Are you insinuating, insinuating that I'm old? <laughs> I'm just saying, I know it. I know it because my grandmother pushed me to watch Gone with the Wind because it was such a classic movie. But I would say I am the edge of the generations that would know and recognize that line from that movie. Okay, so I'll let you go a little acapella, as you said. Um, there's so, a lot here that I've identified out of the hundred that resonate with me. But please, audience participation is wanted. Throw your names put out. Put them there. in the bathroom. Put them in a bathroom if you're going to say it exactly correctly. But for me, like it's an all-time line. It comes from Bronx Tale, and it's when they're throwing dice down in the down in the basement. And that one is an all-time liner for me. And I can use it anytime. Like anytime you want to get somebody out of there or whatever, you just put them in a bathroom. So I know it. I love it. But that did not make the top, make the top 100. <laughs> You know, Shay, give me the X, man. That <laughs> doesn't happen. So um, what is, there's the X. What did make it as number two is I'm going to make him an offer. He can't refuse. Classic. Yeah, absolutely. All timer. Okay. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to shout this one out because Christian Castellano didn't even know we were having this conversation, but when you said roads this morning and the roads were flooded, they went berserk with roads. Well, we're going, we don't need roads, which right. I use so all wild. the time. That's unbelievable. Look what's going on with that, man. I know. I used it all the time. So did that make the list? Because that's an all-timer for me. You know what? I didn't see it. It might be here. I, I didn't see that one. Oh, no. It didn't resonate with me. Um, show me the money is there. Um, it Classic. is. Um, I'm mad as hell. And I'm not going to take it anymore. Might be dated for you. That was from the movie Network, where he goes out to the window and starts yelling. So um, I got uh, one for you. Okay. Tell me if you can find it. I feel the need. The need for speed. I Top love goes. it. Love it. And don't see it. <laughs> wow. so this, this list isn't worth a shit, is what you <laughs> 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 so this one's great. Attica, Attica. <laughs> what movie? What movie? Uh, oh, I'm gonna blank on it now. Oh. Was it not Animal House? Was it Animal House? No, it is. Uh, I'll give you the actor who said it, Al Pacino. Um, it's not Scent of a Woman, which also. Dog. 
Who dog ah. day afternoon. Dog day afternoon. Damn it. Yes. And uh, so ah. and that was repeated. That was repeated in Saturday Night Fever when John Travolta's going. Right, right, right. That's right. right. Uh, um, so Dave Stavali went right to the head of the class because it's my favorite. It is Helen's favorite. We have a inside joke. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> it's so, a classic one. It's classic. a classic one. That's a classic. So um, I don't know. There's a couple others that uh, that that resonate. Um, I love this one. There's no crying in baseball. Crying? Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying in baseball. Classic. Um, where is this other one? Hold on one second. Oh, this one's all classic, and I've used it. Badges. We don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. That and the plane. <laughs> Anytime yeah, we're at an airport, so, so, reference the plane. The plane, boss. No, the plane. It's fun to look at. Good on a Friday. Shay, take me to motivational music. <laughs> Credit where credit is due. That's a Jake pick. And when he sent it over for yesterday's show, I dug in and said, if that's not a locker room song, what is, man? Just, I get, just got jacked listening to that. You know, what I've done. What? I have a Lincoln Park is always a good selection. Really Hard to go wrong with them. You know, it's the same thing with Matchbox 20 for me. You know, they, I listen to all their songs. On the way over, I was listening to 3 a.m., um, Andy Sterner, uh, his wife reached out with a referral. She wanted to know if I do individual coaching. She sent that yesterday at 930. I was in, you know, Dreamville, <laughs> sure. three o'clock this morning. I sent her a text and she goes, what the hell are you doing up at three o'clock <laughs> every day? So we'll close out the show um, and I'll let you steer here with the Tiki Barber lessons. So we had a chance to sit in. Uh, our, our friend Scott McGregor had him as one of the guests on a sh on a show. Uh, so dig in. Uh, tell me about Tiki Barber. Talk to me about lessons. 
So for those of you who don't know Tiki Barber, um, Tiki Barber was a successful running back in the NFL that went through some serious adversity and almost found himself out of a career because he had ball security issues, meaning he would fumble the ball a lot. And he kind of bounced around until he found a home with the Giants and he was able to fix the problems he was having and then went on to be very successful, lead the league became an all pro and, and a pro bowler and all that. But I, I think when he talked to us about it, the first thing I want to talk about is he pointed to the fact that he said, I didn't understand the process of being a pro when I got into the NFL. And that's what I really struggled with. And that's what caused me to not have success for so long, which I, you know, I always talk about this all the time in the business world. We use the word professional way too fucking lightly. Like if you, to be a professional in anything else, that is an earned title. And now people who walk out of college at 22 years old become professionals because they get hired into a job. You're not a pro unless you prepare. You're not a pro unless you are willing to sacrifice and commit and work hard daily. You're not a pro unless you understand what the level of excellence is and you're willing to meet that day in and day out. Like that professional word, and that's what he talked about. He talked about, you know, understanding that it wasn't just about showing up to practice and doing what was asked of him. It was so much more than that. It was eating the right things. It was going to treatment and taking care of his body. It was putting in extra hours to study. It was showing up to meetings with questions and things that he wanted to work on and really pushing himself to another level. So when people talk about being a professional, that to me, I was like, ding, 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 because that's what people don't get. And that's what I spent so much time trying to get people to understand. I found him to be incredibly relatable really humble, down-to-earth guy who has gone on to be a crazy good entrepreneur. But the line for me that really stuck out was persistence, resilience, and reinvent yourself. And for those who, there's John figuring out hey, the hand. John, good morning. Again, John. John is our host, man. This is his chief <laughs> officer where we are. And he came down and said hello yesterday. But on my thought here, you know, I got a call, uh, reach out, a text from somebody yesterday, wound up having a conversation with him. And he goes, dude, congratulations on all your success. You're everywhere. I see you with your boys. Every time I open up LinkedIn, you're there and I'm loving following it. And you're so motivational. And I said, Larry, let me ask you a question. How many times have I done this? You know, and he goes, hmm. And he thought back and he goes, three that I can remember. I said, so nothing's forever, man. You know, if right. a lot of people get stuck in the first career, I went up the mountain, I touched the top and then, man, I went down faster than anything I could ever see. And then I've done it a couple of times because I'm relevant. I'm staying in touch with what's going on. You know, eight years ago when nobody was using LinkedIn for business, you know, I cracked the code. I didn't do it just by looking at it. I tried it. I worked it. I skinned my knees. I was embarrassed a whole bunch, but I did it. I did the work. And so 
when he talks about reinvention, how are you reinventing yourself? And I have this conversation with every client. Gets me really fired up. If you are the same as you were last year, you're already behind. And I think that's the main point. And, and I, you know, I, last year I took a picture with all the rings and I wrote about how like each one of those rings was a separate mountaintop. And that meant that in order, once we got to get that ring, we had to then come back down to the bottom and climb another mountain in order to get that next ring. I think that's what people don't think about in their life is that it's just one big mountain that you're constantly climbing. Not at all. You're climbing 25 different mountains and you don't know what mountain it is that you're on at the time, but you're going to constantly hit that moment where it's the top. And then you're going to say, okay, I got to go back down to the bottom in order to get to the next one. Because if you stay at the top of that mountain, you're going to freeze your ass off and you're going to die. You have to get back down to the bottom and you got to go to the next one. So, you know, I'm almost finished with your book. And so it's, it's so fulfilling to me. Because my takeaway is I did what I did, not so that you can learn. I was doing it. You right. never know who's watching. Somebody who watches you go up and down a mountain, it's inspiring to them. People say, wow, you're really motivating, inspiring guy. I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for me. Inspiring, great. You know, now that I'm coaching and helping other people. But then I was like, get out of my way, man. I'm climbing the mountain. Man. I got to go. You know? It's just so good when you get into looking and listening to people like that who basically crashed and burned. And when he talked about he was going to get bumped, do you remember who, what coach really helped him? Tom Coughlin. Um, Sean Payton. Oh, Sean Payton. That's right. That's exactly right. Because he was the Sean offensive Payton. coordinator. And so what he did was he pointed out the dude that helped right. him see it and take it. So that's for right. all of you who are sitting on the fence about getting somebody in your life that's an accountability coach or, co you know, or, or some kind of business coach or whatever, you know, get off the fence, man. Get somebody to help you. I do. Mark does. We all have people on the outside. So have an amazing, amazing, amazing Friday. Monday, special guests. We got the next generation coming to uh, make a presentation. They're pumped about being on the huddle. So we'll have lots of their people here. Uh, couldn't be more excited. Enjoy football. Enjoy the weekend. And let's get down to business. Come up, please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down. Let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down.